Uh, well, good morning again. Welcome here to Lord of Grace. And uh, I don't know about you, uh, but this whole uh, Corona thing has got me uh, really stressed out. Uh, I'll just admit that this has been one of the more stressful times of my ministry, of my work, uh, that one of the most stressful times I've been through in a while. And it's weird because when it got started, it was almost kind of boring. I mean, it felt like there was going to be less to do because first we had to cancel all sorts of things, right? We all had all sorts of things canceled. School got canceled. All the school activities got canceled. Everything in the church building got canceled. So there were classes I didn't have to prepare for. There were games I didn't have to attend. It was pretty much just shut down and quiet. Uh, and so at first it was kind of like, well, what am I gonna do now? Maybe, maybe I'll just spend this quarantine time working on my prayer life and doing long-range planning. Uh, that all sounded nice. Uh, but then I started to think of the implications of all this. Uh, if we aren't doing things, how will we pay the bills? Will people still give? Will everybody stay connected? Will they watch the pastor online? Uh, how do we know how people are doing? What if somebody's going through a problem? How will we know that? And before, you'd see most everyone at worship, you could catch up, you could make a few extra calls for those who didn't happen to be there or if you needed a follow-up. But now, we don't have that. So then it's, okay, uh, what do we do instead of worship? And uh, what about staff? Can we keep the staff on? And the bills, well, let's cut, and we've done a lot of cutting. But some things still need to get paid. You still got to have water and electricity. You still got to have your pastor. So uh, pretty soon, I'm finding out that trying to figure out how to do church again during a pandemic, which is something I've never done before, is really stressful. And I tried to figure out what made it so stressful. Like, why have there been days when I come into the office and I just can't think of anything? Like my mind's on pause. Or I forget stupid things. You know, I bring the camera in to record and I forget the SD card. And I'm sitting there and it's kind of like, sometimes you feel like you're going through the motions and nothing new's coming out. Like you're just drained, you're just a butt in the chair. And all I need is to do new things. Everything now is new. So you probably know that feeling when you've hit a wall and that it's like you're there, but you're not really there. You're moving, but you're not really thinking. It's kind of like, you know, in college, you pull an all-nighter and you think to yourself, oh, I'm totally awake. You wake and you're still going the next day and you're out and about and you're like, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. This all-nighter thing's no big deal. I'm wide awake. And then you, re then you sit down to do something and everybody's looking at you funny. They can all tell you're a space cadet. They can all tell, at least they could with me, that I was there but not really there. But I was so sort of hyped up that I didn't realize it. I was a space cadet but I thought I was fine. I know some will say I'm always a space cadet. But that's kind of what it feels like now. And it doesn't help that school's closed, so now everyone's at home all the time, and there's that many more needs, that many more dishes, that much more laundry, that much more food. 
you know, you don't have the quiet time once the kids go to school, because they don't go to school. Instead, you get parent homework. I call it parent homework because it's homework for the kids, but you're doing it as the parent. I can't go to the gym anymore to let off stress. I mean, I could, it's open. I'm not sure I trust it being safe. Not that I don't trust their procedures. It's just a lot of people breathing heavy in a small room. Still kind of makes me a little nervous. And, uh, and so the teachers, you know, teachers, God bless them. God bless them. They're having to do the same thing too. They're having to reinvent their jobs on the fly. Zoom kindergarten? How's that supposed to work? I know Zoom first grade was not a huge success in our house. I, and I've watched some of those Zoom kids classes. I mean, really, if you've ever watched a Zoom kids class and you got 15 kids on Zoom or my son's got the phone out, so he's got the Zoom, so it only shows the screen of the person who's talking and it's switching every second or so. Bing, 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 bing. Every time one of them talks louder and they learn that if they talk louder, they show up on the screen more. So they're talking louder and then every now and then the teacher's face appears and I'm going, Dude, this is like watching one of those German discos, you know, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, how does a teacher get it done? I get done and I need to sit down and decompress. I'm like overstimulated. Like I've been watching a strobe light. And it all just adds up, right? And we're all feeling it. I do count my blessings. I have a job. I have a paycheck. Not everybody does. And for a lot of people who are left, still working, now they get two or three people's jobs stacked onto theirs, right? The company let the other two techs go, so now the one who's left gets all three of their jobs. And you feel really burned out doing it, but it is a paycheck. And, you know, it's a burden to bear to be that responsible with so little guidance, to have to figure out how to do everything on your own. You're trying to invent everything on the fly and do it well, and do it by yourself. And when the day's done, you can't even go out to the bar to chill out with friends on a scale of one to 10 of most likely to spread COVID things. Bars are like a nine, church is an eight. We have all been saddled with burdens right now. And they're not ones that were chosen for. They're not ones that we chose. They're ones we, that happened to us and we can't get out of them. And we have to try to bear them without all of the support we used to get. So where do we go? The biggest hardship of a lot of bearing of burdens, and we all have a lot of burdens right now, but the biggest hardship in bearing burdens, I think, is having to bear it by yourself. I, I really believe that. We can go through an awful lot as people. We can endure a lot. We can put up with a lot. We can put up with frustration and boredom, even a fair amount of pain, if we're not alone in it. There's something about being saddled with tons of stuff and having no one to share it with. See, that's what coronavirus has done to us. It's left us with lots of burdens and none of the support. Normally, we turn to our friends, right? Our families. We turn to people who listen to us, maybe our spouses. Though that goes both ways sometimes. Sometimes you see so much of your spouse 
that you're, you know, they're kicking you out the door. They're going, I love you, you're perfect. Now get out of the house because you're driving me nuts. But normally, normally we have these friends we turn to, right? They give us support, they give us energy to maintain. You know, you gotta call, but for friends, you gotta call, you stop by, you have them over, you go out to eat. There is admittedly, even in the best friendship, a certain amount of work and energy and time. So it makes a friend a friend. There's somebody you're willing to spend time on. But when you have that, you have someone to go to when you go through these kind of hard times. And you're a good friend, so you listen when they're having hard times, which takes your time and your energy and your effort. And you go to places and sit with them and you listen to them. So you're someone who can help, you're with someone who can help you bear your burdens but you help bear theirs. Yet, at the end of the day, you're less stressed. You haven't made everything better. You haven't fixed the world's problems. You haven't even fixed your friend's problems. You haven't gotten the boss to reduce your hours or quit expecting you to produce at the same level as before quarantine. But somehow you're less stressed because you're not alone. And you haven't gotten rid of your burdens and you haven't shifted the, you, you've shifted them and it feels like less. You've traded the burden of loneliness for some of the burdens of carrying friendship. And the new burden is easier and it's less heavy and it's a lot less draining. I've said before that I think one of the biggest things that wears us out as Americans is that we're always trying to do everything on our own. And the burden of that is exhausting. And if you, have, if you didn't feel it before, since March 15, you've definitely been feeling it. This is when we turn to Jesus' teachings on burdens. Something that's really profound here. Matthew 11, starting at verse 28, Jesus says, Come to me, all you that are weary, and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus speaks these words, and they're easy to misunderstand them. You know, I did, I, did, I never used to get it. Maybe I don't, I don't know, but this is what I think it is. Jesus is supposed to relieve my burdens, he's supposed to fix them. He's supposed to, make the, he's supposed to make the work and the pressure go away. He's supposed to magically cure coronavirus and every other virus and make the economy great and make the kids stop complaining and whining about their chores. Jesus, you say, I turn to you to make it better, to unburden me. You're supposed to be like the mechanic of my life. You're supposed to come in and turn a wrench and fix it. I don't go to Jesus to have him look at me and say, Yeah, Lars, your sway bars are bent, your axles are broken, your ball bearings are leaking, but I'm here for you, man. I know what it's like to need new sway bars and bearings. And if you want to talk to me about your sway bar problem, just call me. You know, I know how it makes you feel. I'm like, no, just fix it. 
Make the problem go away. Put new sway bars on for Pete's sake and cut this soft stuff. And that's what I want Jesus to do. Magically fix everything. Don't bring this feeling stuff at me. Cure coronavirus. Bring back that business. But Jesus doesn't promise that. He promises to make our burdens light by taking on his yoke. So we let go of the burdens of our lives by taking on the burdens of Jesus? And yeah, that's it. That's the answer. Because the burden is less of a burden when we switch it to the burden of keeping up with a good friend. Or should I say the burden is less of a burden when I let go of the stress and stop and take on Jesus in his way. Jesus takes our burdens, replaces them with his. His teachings, his directions, his example. It's not an easy example because Jesus is a very loving, forgiving example that goes against our nature a lot. But it is less of a burden than trying to navigate the world all by yourself. Go listen to that song. Uh, sometimes I think it's a little sappy, schmaltzy, goody oldie. You know that one, what a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. My kids are cringing now. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, love that song. Then you have that great last verse, right? I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. He says, Are you weak and heavy laden, cumbered with a load of care? Precious Savior, still our refuge. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Great song. You know, maybe it needs an updated tune, but the message is solid. You know, when the burden of life gets to be too much, the one person there is Jesus. And the old timers used to talk about it in this song, and they got it right. Because we can easily say that we don't need God, that we have everything under control, that we are the makers of our own destinies until the bottom falls out and then suddenly we can't do it and we're not in control and then all that's left is to stop and let go and turn to the Lord in prayer. And yeah, it takes time, but not a lot of effort just a lot of honesty. You just let go of the burdens, let go of the stress, and you sit there and you let God speak. You can unload the pain and the stress and take on Jesus' burdens. You can take it to the Lord in prayer, for his burden is easy and his yoke is light. Amen.